Hi, besties, and welcome to Semi-Qualified Queens, a show where we talk about all things drag because we're semi-qualified to speak on it. I'm Juicebox. And she just got a text. I'm Cynthia Kiss. I don't know how to turn my vibrate off. (laughs) Oh my God. We have another very, very exciting show on our hands today. It's episode three of Drag Race UK versus the world. How are you doing, Juice? How are we feeling about this? I feel good. I feel, I feel tired. I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm tired. I'm emotionally drained. I am just, I don't know how to feel anymore. I just feel betrayed, but I feel excited. (laughs) But it's a lot. Yeah, it is. It's a lot. Like I think us as a Canadian audience, um, we have just been put through the ringer. Imagine how tired we are. Like we are just being, we're being ripped to shreds right now. Yeah, it's 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 a tough one. It's a tough one, but let's get right to the episode then, girl. Thinking, you know, bye Cheryl, bye Essex gal. She, Goodbye, uh, she my hit the road. Essex diva. She left. She went right back to Essex. <laughs> <laughs> we have a British person in the room with juice. He's very upset and so with she's me. very very self conscious of her of her British accent tonight. Wig Zaddy is in the room. Yes, we have Wig Zaddy in the room tonight. And every single time I say something in British, he just moves his phone and stares into my soul. <laughs> how good does he say your British? Like on a scale of one to ten, how is your British accent in Wig Zaddy's eyes? No poids. What? No poids. Is that French? Zero. I I don't know if that was French, but he says it means zero. So wait, zero out of ten or ten? He out of said, 10? "Well, I I was joking. I lied. I said oh. it was ten out of ten. It was a it was a joke, and you just believed me." Sorry, wig zaddy. We we do it a lot. We do terrible British accents. It's it's the vibe. I know. It's the vibe. But yeah, so we say goodbye to Cheryl, um, which I think made sense just based on the week she had. But it is sad. Essentially, you know, the queens each week we lose another. You know. It's, it's I, yeah, I mean, I I agree. I was really bummed she went home. She did kind of have the worst outfit, but <laughs> I really wanted Cheryl to stay. And I I think we were we were all kind of on the like wanting Juju to wake up train. Yeah, yeah. you know, this is where I find the All Stars format tricky because it's like if it were up to maybe judges who see this grander picture, but when it's you vote each other off, it's almost like Juju gets to lean into a little bit of this like. I don't know, clout status I'm finding to keep her around or something. Like people don't want to send home such a beloved queen. And now she's kind of getting into this, this, you know, voting habit where it's just like, keep me around. You know, I'm Juju. I don't know. I don't know. It's because it's, but you, you almost watch her talk to these girls and she has a real, um, like lovability to her where it's like I feel like I was even sitting there and the way that she speaks to them that she's just so real and she's just so like like to her core like I just want to be here and it's like these girls are just like yeah I agree and they just fall in love like I would I would fall apart yeah I would be like yes of course I'll save you you absolute legend (laughs) I love you (laughs) I love you so much do you know what she did actually what did she do I reposted, uh, have you seen Mayhem Miller uh, react to Juju's Runways? 
Yes, she was really mad at the Barbie crotch. It's so funny. So she she was so mad about the Barbie crotch. So I reposted it and I wrote, not the panties. And Juju underneath wrote, at least my nudes match. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, <gasps> gotcha. Oh, I know, because that was my that was my biggest read for, for season one with my entrance. Like everyone said, my nudes didn't match. It's hard when you're certain to, you know, shades of pale. If there's a lots of blue, <laughs> it's, blues and pink undertones. I sympathize with you, girl. I'm I'm pale as well. How could I match all those veins? How could I match all of that? <laughs> That's a lot. That's a collage of pigments. White on more white. <laughs> <laughs> but then, then we get a little bit of a Juju B and Jimbo showdown once Jimbo reveals that she actually had the lipstick with Juju's name on it. So had Jimbo won the lip sync, they would have sent Juju home. Dun, dun, dun. Do you find that Jimbo almost fell into this like character because you could tell that she was really uncomfortable? Oh, deeply non-confrontational. Oh, like, yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't actually want to acknowledge what she's done strategy-wise. She's just like, what? Oh, <laughs> wait, what? Like, you know, she just keeps avoiding it, and yeah. it's like everyone's looking at you because at this moment in time, you know, that was that was a choice, and you made it, and then then you kind of have to mm-hmm. live with it. Yeah, and the tone of the room was very serious. And it was mm-hmm. like Jimbo was going against that with her kind of like goofy jokes. I think she was almost hoping that the camera and the edit would have turned it into this goofy like, oh, Jimbo moment. But it almost yep. felt awkward because it was just... It was. Yeah, it was just weird because it was Jimbo being this character and everyone staring at her like, girl, what the fuck? <laughs> I know, it's it's the, the lovability of Juju now... Her being like, I trusted you. Oh, yeah. 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 It was tough. It was tough. So from the very first beat of this episode, like Big J, they're in trouble. They're in hot water. All eyes are on Jimbo. So it's, yeah, it's a tricky sitch. A tricky sitch. A tricky sitchiana. (laughs) (laughs) Why does that always make me laugh when you turn anything into Ariana Grande? (laughs) I have to, I have to add an Iana and as many things as possible. It's, it's like a, a tick at this point. But we start a new day in the workroom. Everyone comes in. We're serenaded by a beautiful song. Did you see that? What did they sing? Was it like they came up with their own little jingle for the, for the show? They came, yeah, they came up with their own little UK jingle. Baga and Baga like stood behind them, um, and they come in, and it feels like a little bit awkward still from the night before. Yes. You know, it's like no one really got over it, which is fair because like, you know, we're the camera's cut. We're not allowed to talk to each other and we're locked away in our rooms. So it's like they never really got to resolve these issues. Yeah, they're sitting there. They're like, hmm, okay, so people are potentially playing this game a little differently than we thought. Um, But side note, I loved everyone's little outfits when they came in on this work day. Shout out to Pangina's little suit. It's like she really showed up with like fashion. Like I showed up looking like a lumberjack or like a frat boy. Like and she showed up like, I'm going to give you fashion. Yeah, I only had room for like t-shirts and pants by the time I had like packed everything. So mm-hmm. I'm like, kudos to the packing. But um, yeah, we, we all sit down. They all go by the, the table and Monique <gasps> yes, has something to change. say. We, got we get a name, a name change. change. Now is this saying that I liked it, but was it, I, I was confused because was Mo almost coming out of saying they were like a genderqueer person? Or was Mo saying that their drag is a genderqueer kind of character i think that's a good point juice it's it's kind of met i think from a place of 
purposely open-ended. Like, Mm -hmm. Mo got to kind of be like, this actually just gets to be more things. It's less... it's less stuck in one zone, one area. It gets to be Mo, you know, Mo yeah. art, more entertainment. Because uh, she did say there was a beat about gender, and mm-hmm. I thought kind of the same thing. But, you know, maybe Mo doesn't need to acknowledge it more. This new name kind of represents just like a new found identity. Yes. And that in itself is enough. It's like with the new name, leaves the doors open for her, for them just to keep you know, mm-hmm. self-expressing. And I loved it. I thought it was a really cool oh, way same. to just kind of lead by example for those in life who change their name, change their identity. Mm-hmm. Mo just got to be like, all right, everyone sit down. I got a little something to say. And you just rock with your confidence. And then that's how people will know your new name. I thought it was mm. I thought it was really beautiful. Me too. It was really well done. And I like how Juju, Juju added a little comedy. Can everybody call me Amber? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm going by Amber now. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like if Juju was a woman, it would just be Amber. <laughs> <laughs> so then we have Rue jump into the room. Mm-hmm. Did you like the the seahorse? I know it's like such a tiny little detail, but Jimbo noticed it and so did I and I loved it. Just the little seahorse. <laughs> I love how they cut to her and it was just like, seahorse. Like she almost sea- just said it to herself. seahorse. <laughs> <laughs> but they get to play the most fun mini challenge, which is the reading challenge. What did you think? Honestly, no one shit the bed. Like I felt like, Except for maybe Mo. <gasps> Mo shit the bed. Yeah. Mo shit I the bed. I felt like it was unfortunate that even in the time she's known Jackie and Pangina, like as far, as far as this season started, that's enough to read a girl. Like, but yeah, so Mo. I thought she did okay. Everyone mm. else? Eh. Um, eh. It, was, I, it was fine. I wrote down a lot of them were just kind of like a little lackluster. My two standouts were blue because mm-hmm. I just find, I find blue to be like, what's the best way to describe it? Blue is the kind of sassy twink at the bar who's just discovering what shade is and yes. does it like, like, haha, I'm funny too, right? <laughs> like, yeah. But I found that really endearing. And obviously Juju. Juju was hilarious. Oh, for sure. Definitely mm-hmm. like understood the assignment. Got in there, kept mm-hmm. it cute. And that's her brand. She yeah. loves a good reading challenge. Jimbo's were good too, but they were just kind of like, like they were just fine. They were really tongue in cheek, you know, but they were okay. This being coming from someone who would have bombed a reading challenge though. I would have bombed. I'm not good at it. Really? Did you do well in your reading challenge? Did you do well? I forget. I definitely didn't embarrass myself. Like there were a couple good singers in there. Oh, good. Yeah. Clearly, as I'm defending myself, if it's memorable, (laughs) if it's memorable, that's a good sign. If you forgot it, that's another. So we go on to the maxi challenge. What did you think of the maxi challenge? Are you excited for a musical? I, I think sometimes the musicals can err on the side of cheesy. But I'm excited. I think overall it's like really fun character archetypes for them to lean into. Um, you know, it's 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 Broadway. It's over the top. It's hammy. It's it's hype. If there's going to be any cast to do it, it's an all-star cast. I think it's, it's up to the all-star status of these queens. It reminds me of the rusical that they did with Shangela and Trixie. Yes. Do you remember that one? Where they were like celebrity impersonations, but it felt like this was more like they were like a camp impersonation of a celebrity rather than the celebrity itself. 
Except for, it felt Liza was really on the nose, though. It was funny to see how they, like, wrote these. Like, there was randomly a Meryl Streep. Why wasn't there, like, a Patti Lapone? Why wasn't there an Adina Menzel, you know? I was just, I found it a really confusing challenge. Because I was like, is this movies or is this, is this musicals? Like, what's happening? Interesting characters for them to fight over, to cast. Who would you want? Which character would you want to play? Who would I would have wanted? Mm-hmm. I would have wanted uh, Blue's part. Yeah, I would want the like horny Julie Andrews part. I think that would be fun. I think it'd be funny to play Fanny the orphan or the Meryl Streep part. I could have I could have fucked with both of those. The Meryl Streep part. It was a funny, well written piece. I thought they actually really like the nuances of Meryl, like the writing of that particular scene. I liked her song. Like if I had listened to that, oh. I would have been like, okay, I think I can, I think I can vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. But everyone is lusting after one role. They all want to play the Liza Minnelli type. But since Jujubee won the mini challenge, she gets to cast and decide. Why? Why are all of these girls lusting after this Liza part? Like, I would have been like, I'm fucking good, bitch. Like, have it. Like, I don't understand what was so good about it. I I don't think Baga should have had the fit, but I do think she had a point. She would have been a really good Liza. And that's Scarlet Bobo's territory. Like, don't go there. You know, she owns, she owns Liza. (laughs) Liza. I'm surprised she didn't walk onto the set and be like, this is my part. (laughs) The secret to a good impression, repeat who you are again and again. I'm Liza. I am Liza. (laughs) All the other parts are getting snatched up. And before we know it, Baga is without a role. She ends up with the the last chosen, which is Tracy Fatberg, which is an environmentalist, eco-conscious gal, but she's addicted to hairspray. Baga doesn't want anything to do with it. And she's sour. But it's wild. It was such a good part. And like the song was so good. And it's such a recognizable character. That it's like, yeah, if I was stuck with that one, I'd be like, "Mm, okay, I'm good. Um, But then we go on to the rehearsals to see how everyone's going to do. And I think it was, was Baga first up for the rehearsal? Yep, and she was fucking knackered. Knackered. It just felt like she was taking that kind of sour attitude and bringing it into her rehearsal. Because it was just like, she talks nothing about how she's the talent, she's the talent, she's the talent, she could do anything. But then all of a sudden she gets into a rehearsal where she has to do a couple, two steps, mm-hmm. and she can't dance. And it's like, um... I know, it's okay, just like girl. a little one, two, one, two. One, two and she's just one, not two. having it. She's like, no, I'm not I'm not this, I'm not that, I don't do this. And it's, it's that kind of attitude that I just found frustrating when we saw the results of this week, where I'm like... This is becoming a habit on, on in during the weeks, the challenge, getting ready for it. You know, in the workroom, we're seeing a different side of Bega than maybe the judges are privy to. And then that it's like perhaps some of the way decisions are made. I found that interesting this week. I was like, hmm. Me too. I also found it really interesting too with, with Mo because you could see that Mo really, really, really wanted to impress in this one. Mm-hmm. You know, and Mo goes up and she's like doing all her tricks and stuff. And because you can see that she still has that like trauma from her lip sync. I love how she directs, by the way, where she's like, roll the clip. Like She she makes editing so easy. But um, but it, you could tell that she kind of had that that trauma and that pressure coming forward. So I, I really felt like this episode, I was really like, oh, I hope she does good. You know, no, I was getting worried. Because I wasn't sure. I just think her song, it was interesting how the the Spank and Spurter character had a religious twist to it. I agree. I agree. I do feel like it was a little weird. 
do we think Jimbo's injury was real? <sighs> oh, <laughs> she's pausing. It's not that I, I think it was real, but I think it was more like um, a stress thing because you could tell that this is Jimbo's, not his strong suit, you know? So I have a feeling with Jimbo, it was like, maybe he honestly did have those injuries and that thing, but that was probably brought on by stress by being so worried for this challenge coming up that it was like, I didn't sleep well and now my neck won't move because I'm absolutely horrified. Like that's more the energy I got. So it's a real injury. It's just, it it was caused by the anxiety that's naturally there. Like maybe they, it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy, wouldn't you say? Like you stress yourself so much for something, then you're going to be just like I thought, not really good at it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But it really, it raised a lot of eyebrows in the cast. Everyone's like, hmm. It feels like this whole episode, Jimbo's confidence is being chipped away at. Chipped away at. And it made me so sad because I was like, they're just using every chance they can to kind of like sink their claws into them like all the other queens. And I think people are getting threatened by the double wins. Yeah. Well, it's almost like you see someone hit so many high points that you want to take them down you know it's like you want to see them crash which i know being being a team jimbo not a, i'm not okay with <laughs> the rehearsal has left me weary and um and sad but next we have elimination day and a rupaul is on the runway what did you think of this look this week we were seeing silver metallic with like pink velour plush like cutouts and an almost tribal motif i thought it was cool i did like it i i mean i feel like i've enjoyed her other looks better this one felt really simple and also her hair was like a lot yellower than usual Mm, it was very warm a warm blonde i thought it was a retro i think it's a retro unit i think that one's from the archives because it was giving me it was giving me ho 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 holidays (laughs) album cover like that real viva glam that real it was giving viva glam she keeps all of her hair so who knows if that one was just like Requaffed and like put back on because I think traditionally some of those vintage blondes they are a little brassier, a little sassier. Cynthia, I just I just pictured this. Imagine going into her wig archive. Oh, it would be so cool. Oh my god, mm-hmm. massive, 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 climate controlled, um, double security, Be- beautiful glass cases. The heads are all marble, and they're very tall. They all sit up at Rue's height, so they're nine feet in the air. Exactly. So she can almost stand in front of it and envision herself. Mm-hmm. So I loved the look. I thought she looked very, very cool. I felt like the pink, the plush applique parts, there was almost one that went over the right or left shoulder, and then the other side, it didn't do that. Like, I like asymmetry. I think it's cool. And, well, and so does Rue. Rue is an asymmetry. Like, like she's, she's all about the asymmetry. Never. Never a balance. What? What is Rue's star sign? I'm Googling it. Isn't she a Scorpio? I thought she was a Scorpio. I don't know why I know that so at the top of my head. I'm going to look it up. Oh my God. She's a Scorpio. Yep. (laughs) Chaos. And the uh, judges sitting next to that chaos this week are Michelle Visage, Graham Norton, and our guest judge, Jonathan Bailey. He was a little cutie. Hot. 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 When he said that he was sitting on his award, I was like, I wish I was that award. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I have a mental image I don't want to stop seeing. Thank you, Jonathan. I'm just going to keep this here. Also, didn't Michelle look so cute? 
The pigtails. I, I vibe. It. I vibe. You know, you know she had a massive headache at the end of that day, but my God, did she look cute. If you don't leave Drag Race at the end of the day with a huge headache, are you even doing drag? You did it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it should hurt. You should walk away with battle wounds. Like, that is beauty. <laughs> That is real I had, beauty. I had cuts all over my arm from my lip sync. Sliced, bitch. Sliced. Because of the CDs? Yeah. Because <laughs> the CDs. Yeah, I was sliced and diced. So now we're going to go right into the performance. Uh, it was really, really cute. I really liked it. It did have its weird moments, as we were kind of saying. But first up, there's Pangina. What did you think of her performance? I thought um, Pangina did a spectacular job embodying the the track, the song. I really, really liked hers. And I think to really start it off, she really started it off with a bang. I liked everything about it. I liked how she was unrecognizable. Like she walked in and I had no idea it was her. I even took me a second because I was in my notes. I just wrote Fanny and I was staring at the screen for like a minute and I was like, who the fuck is this? Like it took me a second. You looked at the screen and then you felt your thrusty and then you went, oh, I know who this is. (laughs) (laughs) I know who this is. I just felt it in my throat. Um, I felt it. Yeah. But I I really liked it. I was a big fan. I'm actually, it wasn't a surprise to me the way that this kind of episode came out with her because she was really quite good. Yeah. I think it could have gone really weird. The makeup was kind of terrifying in this great way. Like I felt like, you're right, she was unrecognizable. And that's kind of fun because she can do glamour. And then once you kind of see glam from a queen, you know they're capable of it, but it's even more fun to see them go the polar opposite direction and just really grunge it up. Like, I, I loved it. But then we go on to Bega as Tracy Fat Fatberg. Fatberg. I honestly think Bega didn't want the part because of the name. She was just was like, don't call me fat. Like, I don't want a character called fat. I mean, it's also like us at the beginning of the episode where fat jokes are just a low-hanging fruit. It's just not funny, you know? It's like, okay, yeah, and... I didn't, I couldn't see her eyes. Her bangs were so... Yeah, but you know that that's a provided wig. But it should have been pulled back a tiny bit or something because I felt like you could not read her facial expressions. Like it was to the point where it hindered me understanding what her face was emoting. Do you know? Yeah, I mean, I guess. I just wish, I just think that she could have emoted through that. It was just like all in all just kind of okay you could tell she wasn't vibing you could tell that's the thing you could tell she wasn't in it and i have a feeling if the producers wanted it to go another way they would have said like you're not in it where were you this episode why weren't you if they could have changed it but you could tell that they obviously wanted things to change and go a different way um but yeah it was just it was just fine it was just fine she almost I felt like she could have had more fun. And the top, like the little tippity top dancing, the outfit was so cute. I loved, and I even liked the the song. I really liked that that part. And I just feel like she just didn't give it what it deserved. Yeah. But with that being said, moving on to better than what she is, Juju as Lolly. I wrote these names down wrong. I must have. Her stage name was Lally Bowles. Yeah, Lally Bowles. And it was... It was, it happened. It happened. She went out there and she did it. I don't think it was as bad as they said. I think it was pretty good. But it, for me, it was just sort of meh. What What were you going to say? What do you think? It felt like tech rehearsal. Oh. <laughs> it's one of those things that if she'd seen a play, if she'd been given a playback, she would have gone, okay, I know where, 
I can make that mark look extra Liza-y. I can do this here. I can, I can, she's better than this. And that's what they were touching on. But because in that uh, competition setting, you don't get playbacks. You don't get to see how you did. Um, it kind of happens in a vacuum. Uh, it did her a little dirty because I felt like it was her marking it. She wasn't living and breathing the choreo yet, which happens when it was given to you, what, a couple hours prior, like in all honesty, like, you know. And I think it just, it kind of comes, it sucks for her because she's also got this massive reputation. How do you live up to that? And it's like, she they, she has this whole thing of people being like, but you're Jujube. And she's like, okay, now what? Let me just do these things. And it almost feels like she's almost being overshadowed by herself. Because I feel like if this was anyone else, we'd be like, oh yeah, it was fine. It was safe, whatever. But because it's Jujube, we're like, Where's those funny jujuisms? Where are they? She, it's, it's like, is the legend bigger than the lady? You know, there are mm-hmm. those points when it's just like, how do I live up to my own hype? Maybe this is the like, the one reason some queens wouldn't return to the Thunderdome because they're like, can I match what I've done? Like, can I match what I've, and I'm not saying Juju is failing at that, but what we're seeing is someone having to kind of publicly navigate it and it's not easy but she's self-aware i love her online presence right now where it's like what last yes. week didn't she do the tiktok it's like give us nothing girl oh my god yes yes she's because she's smart she's a genius and i love i know i already said i talked about it earlier but mayhem's videos of reacting to jujubee's runways fuel me they make me go on another day they're so funny she gets so mad like, she's like, what the fuck is she doing to me right now? Like, oh, they're hilarious. But moving on, you make, making your sisters furious. But moving on, we have Blue Hydrangea as Maria Von Blouse? What was it? <laughs> no, Maria Gontrappi. <laughs> oh, girl, I wrote these all down wrong. Maria Gontrappi. Oh You're just going to say the drag name and I'm going to say the character name. Yeah, we've got to we've <laughs> got to do it like that because I'm like, I wrote these all down wrong. I wrote them and down very carefully because I had that feeling. I was like, oh, we got to get them for the pod. That's the only reason. Oh, you me too. But I was just like, what did he say? And I just wrote something. Um, but I loved this and I was shocked that it wasn't in the top because I thought that it was great. This was very classic juice as well. I felt like it had like the strip tease elements to it, a nod to Disney, but like with a little bit of like spunk on it. You know what I mean? Like it was it was very much a juice box performance and I thought she killed it. Me too. And it all but it also still felt very true to kind of like the persona that Blue has sort of been showing us this past season. Like she's just like sort of coming into her own and her slutty twinkiness, you know? Totally. I was a big fan. I just love Blue so much. Um, all right. So I, oh, my God. I wrote down. I just wrote, my fave. <laughs> fave. I liked that one. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, so we're let's do it this way. And then we have Mo as... Spank and Spurter. I, see, I didn't write that. <laughs> I wrote spankings. <laughs> okay. I'm figuring out what kind of student you were in class. I was just trying to get it out there. Like, yeah. what is this name? Um... I liked it. It was, again, it was a weird song. And she fell, right? Yeah. She she got kind of twisted up. I just don't understand the gray cardigan. Where was the red cardigan to coordinate with the other look? Like, it felt as though she was cold. 
and and that was what she brought with her that day like the cardigan where did that come from the cardigan gate cardigan gate yeah we've got to know i it was probably provided by the challenge i don't but think it, that was her because it added to this like haphazardly performance because she's falling and she's putting the gray cardigan on it just it just started to almost fall into pieces in front of us but she got it back she did get back to it which is a true professional this is trauma for her on stage falling so good for her this is going to be niche this is going to be a niche throwback but i've been researching the girlies and i rewatched monique's season of all stars and the one season she did really or not season one episode she did really poorly was when she was dressed as Aaliyah and she had the coat. Mm. She can't have coats. She can't have coats in, in Rusicals. She's not a coat girl. They're cursed for her. She can't have coat or a cardigan. That doesn't surprise me. She seems like a mover. Like, I feel like the the second layer would just get in the way. Yeah, and she's too talented. She needs to get that off. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much talent, you can't even put a coat on me. No, it's 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 like an egg. She needs to break free of it. But moving on, we've got Janae Jacquet as, wait, 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 I, I have this one, Meryl Streep? Yes. You got it, Juice. But isn't that just Meryl Streep's name? I don't understand. I think, I think copywritten material, they legally changed, whereas I don't think Meryl Streep's name is copywritten. Was it spelt differently? Could you imagine three E's? Streep. <laughs> I was like... What? Like, why is this? Anyways, but she was good. I like that they did the Mamma Mia one. It was a cute song. Do I think it was top material? No, but. Why did I like this one so much? I thought it was full of nuance and like um, self-awareness. Like, I felt like she just was Meryl. Really? I was eating, I will be honest, I was eating a spicy ramen and gyoza at the time. So (laughs) I might have been too entranced by my beautiful bowl of noodles and I, I think I might have missed the magic. But for me, I was like, it's fine. My noodles are so good. <laughs> Juice, what have I said about eating noodle dishes while reviewing the show? <laughs> it takes your eyes off the prize. I was so excited. <laughs> You're like, I remember this performance is very spicy. I can't remember if that was... It was, it was really there hot. There was a lot of... Yeah, Janae so Jackie brought a lot of mommy to the... Mommy, <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. Oh my God. <laughs> Because you know what? I think her performance, she killed it. I understood why she was top that week. Okay. I agree. I agree then. Well, no, gonna, you don't I'm have get to. Off my... No, no, no. You know what? I have been on a Janie Jacquet hate train for two episodes. <laughs> I'm going to get off of it. I'm going to say, you know what? Yeah. Good for, good for this her. Was the, this was the first week I, too, got off the hate train. I will say, just this week. Just this week, she's going to block both of us. Don't you worry. No, Janie, don't block me. <laughs> Janie. Janie, don't block us. No, we like you. But yeah, to keep things spicy on the pod, we'll always be honest here on Semi-Qualified Queens. But Juice is just, you know, being considerate. Just a little more patience for, for Janie. We finally got her name right. <laughs> yes, we did. Jesus Christ. Uh, all right, and moving on to our last performer, we have our girly, our, our last Canadian standing our big tittied goddess, Miss Jimbo. Jimbo, who played the role of Dodo the dog. And Dodo, was that a performance? Oof. It was giving me local musical theater understudy. I am screaming. <laughs> 
because it like it felt like they don't always play the role so there was uncertainty to it but I think that was you know we hear later in the episode that was probably Jimbo struggling with choreography and not being sure what the assignment was but it was just such an interesting number I didn't even connect the dots at first that this was Toto from Wizard of Oz Uh, see I did but I didn't I feel like this was like I'm surprised that Jimbo wanted this role because it was like I think the worst song the weirdest choreo the costuming was strange um and it closes the show why unless you are like confident in your performing skills would you want to close the show you know as a dog (laughs) i'd be like no i'm good (laughs) do we want to dive into some of the runways really quick just like a a couple beats on each gal what they wore stomping down what was the theme what was the theme baby the theme was dot 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 (laughs) it's late on juice's end i like kooky late night juice (laughs) i know i'm so sleepy (laughs) let's just dive right in what do we think of jimbo was jimbo first out yeah, she walked first. Oh, weird. Uh, so sorry, the runway got all mixed up in my head. I was like, I thought it was Vangina. Um, Jimbo's. I love Jimbo's. I didn't like the helmet. Uh, but I got <laughs> why she did the helmet because she was a polka dot. But I loved I loved the execution. I loved the boots. I loved the jacket. I loved that she just like went with this character. I loved it. I agree. I think everything was perfect minus the helmet. I would have just given that beautiful hair almost maybe outside of the 3D printed sphere, but um, it was super like camp. An, I love Like it. an Edna from Incredibles, like that kind of hair. Then we had Juju B. It was giving me art pop rave ball with the inflatable snakes, like very Gaga rave era, like art pop rave era. Do you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I really liked it. I like was a big fan of it and I was kind of taken aback that they kind of ripped her apart for it. Um, because I, I enjoyed it. Like I got Michelle's critiques where she was like, it's just a bunch of inflatable snakes on a mini dress. But I was like, but it felt like Juju was showing up for me personally. Like I liked the hair. I liked the way she strutted out on the runway. I liked that the boots, well, I didn't love the boots, but I enjoyed the boots. Um, and then, and I liked the dress. It wasn't my least favorite at all. It felt, it felt really weird that they didn't really like it. I enjoyed it. I felt that it was almost there. It just was like elements of the dress and hair were reading very baby blue. And then the tights were kind of teal out of nowhere. And it was just like, okay. It wasn't a big teal, but it was a little teal for me. It's a widow teal. <laughs> a widow teal. <laughs> oh, next we have blue hydrangea. And this one you, you had to look at a couple times. I was like, wait, there are heads growing out of the sleeves on both sides. I was like, this is just a lot on a lot happening right now. The makeup was really cool. It matched the the print. It was just like, whoa. I loved it. I loved it. And I agree. Everything, like, my experience with it was exactly the same, where it was, like, all those things you discovered, like, af- like as it, she went down. But she's just so talented. And I love that. I love Velvet. Didn't it read a little heavy on her, though? I felt like there were parts where it could have maybe been too bulky. The bottom. The bottom was a bit bulky. I was kind of fine with the bulk of the sleeve because I because f- I liked the bulk of the sleeve, but the bottom felt a little bottom heavy. Um, but I just I just love velvet on the runway. Anyone who wears velvet on the Drag Race runway, I am so excited. I just love it. 
It's a great fabric. Some people don't like velvet. I am a fan. I love it. I got red to filth when I wore it on um, my season, but... And that was my favorite outfit you wore. Because it was a good outfit. Because it was a good outfit. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Thank you. You saw it in person. Sometimes I think velvet, depending on the lighting and on camera, it doesn't always read right. Light absorbs into it. If it's not the right crushed velvet, like it can... But yeah. And some people just don't have taste. So <laughs> There's that. <laughs> Next, we have Janie Jacquet, um walking down the runway in a very yellow, black polka dot story. She says it's giving me glare. Was it giving you glare for you? It was giving, um, it was, it was giving, um, I don't know if it was Mugler, but I'm also not very familiar with Mugler, so I can't really speak on it. I really liked it, but I just thought it was a bit too long. Like, that was really my only critique. It was just a bit long. I wish it was a little shorter, but that's it. Yeah. It was giving me almost like the nanny, like Fran Drescher vibes. <gasps> she, she was working on a bridal shop in Flesh and Queen. Until <laughs> a boyfriend kicked her out and went out Flesh and The nanny. Yeah. I, I will say, a Fran Drescher runway, I would oh. lose my mind. I would, but my kingdom for me on Drag Race with a Fran Dresser runway. My kingdom for it. It would be, you know, so so fun. What a style! Inspo. Oh, she had the best fashion. It was giving me, it was giving me a little bit of um, Fran more than Terry Mugler. Um, I think Mugler always celebrates a slight sharpness and real corsetry in their looks that Janie's um, just wasn't sporting. It wasn't a negative. I just when they referenced Mugler, I was like, you can't just throw that around um but we're back on the janie hate train oh no oh my god stop we gotta get the train (laughs) conductor get off off. it's janie's inner saboteur driving it and we can't we can't explain it to them they're not we we're stuck on the hate train (laughs) but you know what overall i thought it was cool to see her in like a different hair color the yellow i don't know i thought it was okay i thought Mm. it was okay and i thought she looked really beautiful her makeup looks really stunning who's next Next, it's Mo, Mo Hart. Okay, so here's my thing. I, you know I'm a nerd, and you know I love a nerdy reference. And she already gave me Luna, and I was so excited. And now she's coming, and she's giving me Monsters Incorporated. She's giving me, she's giving me Monsters Inc. I lost it. Thank you. Girl, yeah. I wrote down very cool hair, but who is she from Disney? She came out with a little with a little Mike Wazowski and threw it away really quick. Oh, so she was who was who was Mike's friend? Sully. So I didn't. I must have missed that. I must have been taking notes or something because when she was saying once again, kind of alluding to a character because of IP, like she couldn't say I'm cosplaying Monsters Inc. right now. No, yeah, I just yeah. didn't I didn't catch it, but I still thought it was a very cool look. I loved the colors, I loved the spots. Um, yeah. but I was left confused because I didn't know the Disney. <laughs> I character. was left l- just so lost. No, I liked it. And I will say I have heard Monique now reference. She is a crossfitter. I've heard her. She goes to CrossFit. She's referenced Sailor Moon. She's referenced Monsters Incorporated. I I think we would be such good friends because we have so much in common. Just bestest of friends. If she references playing Dead by Daylight or Kingdom Hearts, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to FaceTime her, be like, I don't, I know you don't have my number, but we're friends now. That's just, (laughs) that's just no choice, babe. We're besties. (laughs) You and I have every, every single interest in common. We're the same person. We're, we should be, we should be friends. (laughs) We've got to have her on the pod. Let's see if, 
if we can get Mo Hart on this pod and make this an actual friendship because I think that would be a, a beautiful thing. Semi-qualified queens, just bringing queens together. Queens together. Next on the runway, we have Pangina Heels. <gasps> so good. It was very cool. Oh, so good. I, I w- thought the head, the lantern hood was very unique. I have not seen that on the runway. No, it, do you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of, of uh, Asia when she did the Ikea lamp. <laughs> I thought you just meant, like, the continent. <laughs> no, no. It reminded me of the continent of Asia, yes. <laughs> it reminded me of, like, Asia. It reminded me of rolling hills of the Himalayas. No, Asia O'Hara walked out with an Ikea lamp on her head. Remember? Remember that? It it reminded me of that. Um, And I just thought it was so beautiful. And I loved the polka dots, the makeup. I love her makeup. Every week she does a different beautiful makeup. She's really quite talented. I am so team Pangina right now. It's stupid. Like, I love her. She's really killing it. I think Mm -hmm. overall, like, she's understood where they're like where she just needs to deliver she just keeps doing it i feel like Mm -hmm. it's the the host status she's been really like prepped for this or something she's like Mm -hmm. i will not embarrass myself i'm just gonna be like amazing at everything i'm gonna be the best at everything and i'm so sorry to the rest of you ugly ugly skanks um (laughs) sorry skanks sorry skanks yeah killing it i thought it was a really fresh take on it especially with the hood that made it like fashion future something we hadn't seen Mm mm-hmm then we have Bega Chips on the runway, and I thought it was cute, but I did not love it. See, I I liked it, um, but I'm also I like pink and I like polka dots and I like I like a human hair unit. So I was like, well, she's checking all the boxes, so yeah, I'm gonna like it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's hitting all the juice boxes, and therefore, by definition, I must love. I must but I felt love it. It just didn't feel elevated enough for, like, international all-stars. Yeah, I, I agree. And it was just kind of like, it was just kind of like, it was just fine, you know? But it was really pretty. And, yeah, I don't know. I just was overall just kind of like, meh, with Baga this week. You know? Yeah, it felt like, um, wouldn't you say it almost felt like a challenge outfit, not a runway? <gasps> No, it felt like a runway to me because I would wear something like that. But I just feel like I was so so sort of bored of. Mm. That's mean. That's mean tonight. I know that's mean. It's because I'm tired. But I just was. I'm just (laughs) a little. I was just a little bored. You know. I was like, first she's gonna have the the hissy fit. Then she's gonna be lackluster and the main challenge. And then she's gonna kind of just give like a pink suit. And it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, girl, like sure you know but she is it was pretty i'm not i'm being a bitch she, it was really pretty i liked it i thought it was pretty too mm-hmm. it's just um compared to some of those other looks i thought like there was that spectacle like i don't know that wow factor just that's what i was still looking for i wanted to be wowed but that's our that's our runway Th- those are our girls dot 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 dot, dot we dot. have uh in the uh safe category we've got Blue, Bega, somehow, and ultimately, Mo Hart. What did we think about Bega being safe? I was shocked. I think she was, yes. I think she's becoming self-aware. And it feels, I hate to say this, but again, I'm a little sleepy. I, it feels a little, a little, um, what's the right word? 
uh, rigor mortis, you know? It feels a little like, is this happening for a reason? Or is this just how we're seeing things? Because there's a lot of like, I feel like, like I had said earlier, I feel like things could go a different way if they didn't want to kind of give Juju this like Phoenix rising kind of moment, you know? Because it feels like what they're doing is it feels like they're giving Juju this like, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not good enough, until finally they're like, okay, you are good enough. And it's this whole big moment um, when it really feels like it should be them being like, okay, Baga, this isn't really cutting it. You know, this isn't doing great. I feel like we've got to move on with things. It feels like they're just so concentrated on giving Juju this like moment. And it's kind of weird because it feels like other people are being kind of thrown to the wayside because of it. Completely. <clears throat> Completely. There is, there are like different queens are playing different races right now. And so that's mm-hmm. where, like, you know what I mean? They're not all running the same race, it feels at times. But so it's frustrating, especially when like some of our Canadian friends are the uh, sacrifice to that edit. It's like, mm-hmm. no. But then we have, um, who, are, who are our bottoms for the week? So we have Jimbo, Jimbo and, and Jujubee. Yes. The tops being Pangina and Janie. Which, yeah, I agree. I mean, I really, I feel like Blue is really getting the, like, Jan moment right now. Yeah, she is. Because she's really kind of just coasting right now when I feel like she needs to be getting a bit more praise for how well she's doing. You know? And that that might just be me being a big Blue fan, but it feels weird because it feels like she's, like, doing really well. And then they're like, you're safe. And she's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's it's they it's try, it's a tried and true method, right? Like sometimes the withholding a win can get some of those girls who maybe have the composure up to a certain point for that face crack where it's like just give me a goddamn win, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like they kind of lose it. So who knows? Maybe we'll see blue um, lose pop it, off. lose it. Yeah, yeah. But I just you know, but we're left with. Um, yeah, a lip sync between Janie and Pangina, some of our international queens. What did we the think? Our international besties right now. International besties. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to talk about their untucked or do we want to dive right into that lip sync? I mean, the only thing I would really want to say about the untucked was like, you could really see both girls like heartbreaking. Like you could really see that like could the confusion and the heartbreak in Jujubee's eyes and the absolute desperation in Jimbo's. Yes. Yeah. Like she was, she was pleading her case. Like it was like anything at that point. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really love the way that the other girls were kind of going about it because you could see that Jimbo was quite literally like begging, like she was word vomiting at them and they almost looked Mm -hmm. like tired and over it. Like they were almost like, yeah, girl. Okay. And I was like, girl, this girl is, like, ready to suck your dick, like, to to stay. She's like, I will throat goat you if you fucking let me stay another week. And they were like, "Mm, whatever. Like, I was like, what is happening? And Janie, yeah, and Janie's kind of, like, giving her, like, kind of being, like, not having it and stuff. I could feel both of them picking Jimbo's lipstick. Like, I could feel it. It was unfortunate that Jimbo, the two weeks prior, had pulled Janie and Juju's names. That was just like, 
you couldn't have asked for worse enemies in that situation. Like they're over mm-hmm. there talking about you and it's like, it's just this perfect catalyst to build another alliance. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it just, it was an unfortunate kind of falling of the house of cards, maybe in some ways, the strategy you have to play going into an all-star season. Um, sometimes maybe these choices of elimination really come back to bite you in the padded butt. The padded butt. Just a big soft That was a drag reference for all my drag fans out there because we pad. (laughs) So funny. Did we notice the one point when Jimbo held Janie's hand when it sounded like Janie was going to save Jimbo? And and then Janie was only midway through her sentence because she was like, but... I also think about Jujubee and Jimbo like quickly removed their hand. And she ripped that hand right out. I was like, I am so uncomfortable. (laughs) Oh, it was so hard to watch because you just knew she was just trying to be as kind as like, it was very, it's that pick me energy you have to have when you're in that situation. It's like, please don't send me home. You're so vulnerable. I was Mm -hmm. really, it was hard to watch. I'm such a Jimbo fan. And I don't think it, I don't think it would be right to send Jimbo home when she was doing so well. You know, if you want to beat the best, beat the best. And when someone has two wins and then one little slip gets them in the bottom, that's you not beating the best. That's you picking off competition. Yeah, that's why I thought it was kind of weird. Like, Jujubee got to use that as her convincing point last episode, and she's still kind of saying it again. And it's like, no, the actual best in this competition right now is Jimbo. So it's like, why all of a sudden did we keep... One person around, I think it was the the voting. I think how Jen, how Jimbo had voted before, she really lost um, Janae's. Trust. She lost trust. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Janie, why do I say her name? Janie, Janie, and Pangina. She lost both their trust. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. we get to that lip sync, which is we like to party. Chaos. Such a fun, chaotic song. Chaos. It started, and I went, what? <laughs> I've got something to tell you. I got news for you. It was um, it was a choreo centric lip sync. They both mm-hmm. came in with their like, their their five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, and they came with their little tricks and stuff. I remember I used to perform that at Cruise and Tangos, and I remember the dance break where it's like dee 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 dee. I would pretend like I'm playing a piano. Playing a what? You know, I would do like. Oh, would... cute! I like that. <laughs> Like Ashley's making fun of me. I could I could see Wig Zaddy in the corner, like doing the choreo that I would do. It's so rude to me. <laughs> Did they live? Did they live for it? Was she living? I mean, I made money. Um, and there we go. Then they did. Then they did lived. Did you want to see someone do that move um, on screen? You were like, why aren't you doing the? the, the I was like, do the piano. Play the piano. <laughs> Play the Play piano. piano. You both lost. No one. No one played the air piano. I know. And then I pull out Jimbo's lipstick. <laughs> No matter what song, if you just pretend you're playing the keys. (laughs) So we have a lot of choreography. Pangina's kind of whacking. Um, And then we've got Janie just kind of like doing this like cha-cha arm thing where it's like, she's, what would you call this for our audio listeners? It was, it was like, it was very in the air of the Cynthia helicopter. But if the Cynthia helicopter was being chopped down. You know? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's such a good point. It's not spinning anymore, but the wheels are, but the 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 plane, yeah, yeah. the helicopter's kind of just. Yeah, it's it was in the realm of the Cynthia windmill helicopter, but half, 
many people have attempted to imitate, but but few few, few can beat Spinthia Kiss. <laughs> that was my thirteenth reason, Spinthia Kiss. <laughs> Shut up. We have to have a trigger warning. For this oh, trigger warning! Now. Trigger uh, warning! Just cut that part out. Jesus. <laughs> so we see the results. Who won this little lip sync? It was um. Miss Pangina, which I think was deserved. Pangina was great. I think so too. Yeah. But it was like the last quarter of the song when she got down, she was like eating the confetti that like came out of her little party trick oh, thing. Yeah. And just like <laughs> she legs had every in the air. Stop. It was so good. And I, I think I saw somewhere Pangina's like an old school sort of break dancer. And the moment yeah. I saw that, I was like, oh, it makes sense. Like her dancing makes sense now. Yes. Because it's like she's bringing in aspects from her, her dance background into her drag. So I'm like, oh, I get it. <laughs> hey, I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. But yeah, she took it. She took the win. And I feel like Pangina is officially, officially the one to watch. Oh, yeah, of course. And I felt horrible. I felt horrible for Jimbo. You could see Jimbo's world shattering around him when she pulled jimbo's lipstick and they had to start talking and just like the tears running it was just like i think one of the saddest moments on the show i've ever watched yeah you could see her like you could say that this was her big dream and it was just being torn from her hands it felt very like, um, you know, every season has that really heartbreaking elimination. It felt very like season one for my, for my season, Cry Nomi Banks, when Tainomi got eliminated and there wasn't a dry eye in the room and everyone was just like b- blubbering, you know? It felt, it felt very much like that. We're such a sensitive group, my girls. <laughs> Soft you are. Yeah, we you are. are. We're sensitive ones. <laughs> you feel, you feel that the feels, which is, yeah. which is great for TV. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just want Jimbo, if they're listening, to just be so proud of what they did get to show. And I think ultimately you did come back and prove like how elevated your art is, your drag, and you made every single scene count. Even the little beats that weren't challenges, that were just kind of things that were your choice to talk to a tiny umbrella, to talk to the lounge chair. Like those were beats where she was making up fun moments on the show that no one asked for she was gravy the whole time so they should be deeply proud of what they did on the show and well and every for the rest of it every memeable moment from that show so far has been chimbo so yeah they they should be licking her whole asshole right now because she's making that show extremely memorable already um but it'll be really sad not to see her next week it'll be a bummer i know it's gonna be so sad juice I know. our canadian queen i know and this is gonna be the very last semi-qualified queens that we'll be covering uk versus the world <laughs> we'll be moving on to bigger and better things <laughs> yeah exactly we'll be back for canada's drag race season <laughs> season 400 yeah. um <laughs> But yeah, that was the that was the third episode. What the, the episode three, right? That wasn't. Am I? Yeah, that was episode three. It was heartbreaking. Um, I went through an emotional turmoil at the end, but I will make it through to the other side. I made it through with Lemon. I'll make it through with Jimbo. And, and she really kept it. She it. kept it classy. She kept it funny, even in those moments where it's like you got to go, you got to bounce. You know, 
she just she got a couple jokes in there she called michelle a dog yeah (laughs) i was hoping she would do the scream like she did in ours but like elevated like an even bigger scream an even wilder scream but i think in a way she did i think in a way she got that same tone across like the kind of um i don't know she ended it on a really great tone because it's Mm -hmm. like i think she just has such deep respect for rupaul that like those tears it was just literally like this is goodbye like i don't know when i'm gonna like necessarily interact with you like this again like it was uh it was very pure emotion and i appreciated it very much so Mm -hmm. round of applause for jimbo soft claps for jimbo soft claps soft little claps on this spicy night um (laughs) But yeah, y'all, that's another uh, that's another episode in the in the bank. Mm-hmm. That's another episode of Semi Qualified Queens. And don't forget, if you guys want to follow us on any one of our socials, don't forget to follow us on Semi Qualified Queens Pod on Instagram or at SQQ Pod on Twitter. And if you want to ask us any questions, just use the hashtag hashtag Semi Qualified Questions. We really want to hear what you thought about this week losing our second Canadian queen. And um, yeah, I really, we want to read some of these questions out. We want to hear from mm-hmm. you guys. So please uh, message us. Mm-hmm. And if you have any questions and you want them to be a bit more private, please email us at, and we're going to get it right, semi-qualified-queens-pod at gmail.com. I promise that's the right email. That's the one. You <laughs> won't get a bounce one. back. No bounce back. That's the right one. And we will read those live very, very soon once we get a couple of them that we think are really fun. Yeah. And if you don't if you don't write in, I'm just gonna start saying you guys are. And I'm gonna name names. I'm gonna say someone wrote in and they, and they had them. something to say. Yeah. yeah. Or we'll just make fake ones. We'll just email each other little fake questions. I like that. Yeah. I we'll like just pretend that. like we're just so busy and popular. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, thank you again for joining us on another episode of Semi-Qualified Queens. I am Cynthia Kiss. And I am Eve 6000. And <laughs> That's why you were crying so much. <laughs> and I'm Juicebox. <laughs> and we can't wait to talk um, until next Friday. Bye. Bye.